God bless you and welcome to Yesterday Ended, Healing the Traumas of Life. I'm your host, Dennis Dobbin. Thanks for joining me today. Used car salesmen have over the years been accused in general of being less than trustworthy, to say the least. It is a terrible generalization that certain people of certain professions cannot be trusted. Not all politicians are liars. Not all police officers are brutal. Not all used car salesmen are scoundrels. Because of generalization, our minds are bent towards not trusting. Because we have learned not to trust man, many people have learned not to trust God. At least you can see the man standing in front of you trying to sell you a car, but when it comes to trust in God, all we have is his written word and stories people tell of it. So where is your trust? Of what are you convinced is true? Are you persuaded of the truth about Jesus? How do we fight doubt? In today's episode, I want to offer up a few ideas that may help you become convinced. Give a listen. In today's world, we are bombarded with promises of rewards and free gifts and easy money. In the last few weeks, I have been bombarded in my email with notices that my security software has expired. Trouble is, I don't have that brand of security software. Then there's all the notices from large name brand stores saying, I have a reward. But if one does a simple thing of checking the email underneath the name brand, you'll find a person's name or a gibberish of letters showing that the sender has nothing to do with the brand name. Someone is lying to me. I have been amazed in the past of how many millionaires there were in Nigeria who left money in the bank when they died and their lawyer contacts me to give it to me. I just need to send them a little bit of money for the wire transfer fee. I know of a number of women who have been swindled out of large sums of money when some supposed military member, who has been wooing them via Facebook, gets stuck in Ghana or some other place and needs help getting home. Just send money for a plane ticket. There are so many things that vie for our trust and so many people who have done things to destroy our trust. When it comes to the truth of God, how can we be convinced? It can be a small sound, as a whisper, or like the shout of thunder, the voice of doubt attacks. But will we listen to the accuser, the verbal abuser, and allow it to stop us in our tracks? Of God's goodness we have heard, in our hearts we stirred, that the truth of his word could stop our setbacks. We must decide if we will believe so we can receive the power of his word to stop the doubt and relax. I cannot tell you with certainty how many promises there are in the Bible, but I know big numbers were invented so that we could at least try to count the massive number of promises that God has made. The good news is that he is truly faithful to all his promises. When God speaks something, it is real and can be trusted. Consider what God says of his word in Isaiah 55, verses 10 and 11. 
For as the rain cometh down, and the snow from heaven, and returneth not thither, but watereth the earth, and maketh it bring forth and bud, that it may give seed to the sower, and bread to the eater, so shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing whereunto I sent it. God has sent his word to us with the promise that it will accomplish what he pleases and that it will prosper. He sent his word to us both in written form and in the life of his son Jesus. The challenge before us is to take a chance and believe it. The Bible has been accused of being just another book. It's one of the many religions of the world. So there comes a moment that as we consider accepting Jesus to be our Savior and his Father to be the true God, that we must become persuaded that the Bible is true. I've been reading the Bible for 50 years, and as I have gone beyond simple reading into in-depth study, I have come to see its perfection. Fortunately, it does not take 50 years to become persuaded of the truth contained in the Bible. I have a couple of friends who have come into the faith of Christ in the last six years, and they, due to their deep hunger to find truth, have grown tremendously and walk in wonderful power. On the flip side, I have seen many Christians who spend many years playing church, or others who have been hurt by religion and allowed themselves to be talked out of pursuing a relationship with God. And again, there are times where life has been disappointing, and we blame God. God is true, and his promises are true, and we must continue in our search to know him. To find out if God is true, one must endeavor to know and experience him. I love how Psalm 34, verse 8 tells us how to experience God. O oh, taste, and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man that trusteth in him. I am a foodie. I love to try new restaurants with different cuisines. And as many people do these days, we turn to reviews on the internet, usually on our phones, and see what others have said about a certain restaurant. How do we sift through the many different reviews that are presented? When I read reviews about restaurants I already know and see negative reviews, I recognize at times there are some people who are not open-minded to that type of cuisine. It's too spicy, or it's not spicy enough. It's not this or that. We all come into any situation with certain preconceived favorites, and if the new place doesn't have something like our favorites, we can dismiss it. We cannot allow the doubt of others to push us away from the Lord. When it comes to learning how to believe in God, at some point, we need to take a bite and start chewing. We're told to taste and see that the Lord is good. Something about tasting indicates eating, and we eat when we are hungry. So let me ask you, how hungry are you to truly know the Lord and all his qualities? Here is another promise for you to consider in Matthew chapter 5, verse 6. Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. I've been to restaurants where I hungered and thirsted, where, unfortunately, I was not filled. The food was tasty. There just wasn't much of it. With God, there is abundance. He sent Jesus to bring us 
into not just existence, but a life that is more than abundant. The only way we will know that is if we spend time in His Word and in prayer and regular conversation with God. There are some people who will only go to a restaurant that they have been to before. They are not adventurous, and they will not seek out new experiences. To find God, we must seek Him out. Digest what's told to us in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. So to start with, do you believe there is a God? It's kind of hard to receive from someone who you do not believe exists. So if you believe in the God and Father of the Lord Jesus Christ, How much effort do you put into your relationship with him? There are times when I spend 30 to 60 minutes in preparing a meal, and that's just for meals for myself. If I have friends coming to dinner, I may spend more than two hours making special dishes. Like any other relationship, the more you put into it, the more you get out of it. And God really wants you to know him as he knows you. One of the problems that faces us in our walk of faith is that we must take a risk if we are to find the truth. If you spend any time on YouTube, you have seen some of the myriad of infomercials trying to sell a product or service. I admit I have watched a couple of those infomercials. But before I click the purchase button, I always research the product and look for reviews elsewhere. I want to hear testimonies from satisfied customers. So far, I have yet to be convinced to buy anything from those infomercials. So let me talk to you about some of my testimonies. I have a bulletin board of photographs outside my bedroom door where the photographs tell a story of some amazing moment in my life where a promise or blessing of God has come to pass. I have pictures from a restaurant where I was a handyman for over 25 years. As a foodie, I was insanely blessed because it was a four-star restaurant that I was able to eat lunch and dinner at regularly for free. Then they gave me dinner coupons for Christmas that I used to bless many friends for several years. Another photo shows my workshop where I built custom furniture and cabinets. I did that for 15 years until I decided to switch to just building playsets which I have now done for 25 years and make more money in less time. I have traveled to Europe and India and Mexico and didn't have to spend a dime of my own. I went to Hawaii with a half-price ticket that was given to me and a free place to stay. God has heard my thoughts and prayers and brought things to pass before I even spoke a word out loud. I have prayed for people and seen miracles. God has shown me visions and revealed his truth through me to others. It all starts by reading God's word. We become convinced the more we read and hear what God has done for others through the ages. We start to believe his promises and faithfulness as we read the records in scripture. This is spoken of in Romans chapter 10 verse 17. So then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. I have been taught by many that when I do my daily reading, I should read it out loud. Not only am I seeing it on the page, but I am hearing it in my ears. 
There definitely is a secondary impact when two senses are involved in receiving information. The other reality is that we must become convinced that, as Jesus said in John 6.63, the words I speak unto you are spirit and life. The words in the Bible are not just made of ink on a page. They are the very life of God. And that life can live within you as you taste and see that the Lord is good. That life can be in you as you take time to read and pray and fellowship with the Father. The decision is yours to believe and receive or walk in doubt and be left out. God is not trying to exclude anyone from receiving his blessings. His will is that all be saved and come unto the knowledge of the truth. It's time to take a risk and believe. To be able to walk in freedom, to be able to walk in power, to be able to walk in joy, we must believe. I have seen too many things that the world would call coincidences happen in my life. I call them miracles. As I continue in my walk of faith in God and Jesus, the quality of my life has always increased. My life is not without challenge, but it is filled with hope. I am convinced that as I seek the Lord through worship and prayer and study, my life will blossom and bring forth fruit. Throughout the episodes of this podcast, you will hear more details of how God has blessed my life and shown himself to be the God of love and peace. I pray that your hunger increases to know him fully. I pray for your eyes to be open to the truth and that you know his faithfulness to his promises. God bless you. Peace be unto you. In the name of Jesus.